A human skull on a family's mantelpiece turns out to be a man that was missing for eight years. Pole dancing lawn skeletons are deemed too risky this Halloween. And a man was arrested after showering commuters with cash from his 30th floor window. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. And the only daily weird news podcast that I know of recorded inside a closet. And it's Halloween. (laughs) You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A human skull wearing sunglasses sitting on a family's mantelpiece turns out to be a man that was missing for eight years. Oh, yeah, just a missing man on your mantle. (laughs) A human skull. Hey, come on over and enjoy my human skull. Who is it? Don't ask questions. Isn't it lovely? Look at the sunglasses I placed on him. He's got a cigarillo hanging out of his mouth. I don't know who that is, but it sure is great for Halloween, ain't it? Enjoy. There's candy corn in its mouth. Go ahead. Put your hand in. This human skull, which has been sitting on someone's mantelpiece in Tennessee for a year, probably someone who killed him, this human skull was identified finally as a man who's been missing for eight years. The district attorney revealed in a Facebook post, you know, because that's how you want to reveal important DNA information. Uh, The Facebook post said that these remains belong to an individual named Junior Willie McCann, who's been missing since since September 2012. Oh, Junior Willie McCann been missing. Well, this is his skull. How did they come upon the skull? Did they buy it at a yard sale? Was it some sort of Craigslist swap? Did they actually kill the gentleman? I'd like to know. DNA testing proved that the skull on the unidentified person's mantle did in fact belong to the local man who was last seen alive almost a decade ago. The skull was on a shelf, wearing sunglasses, before the discovery was made by authorities. Among other things that aren't known, it's not even known if the man who had this skull on display even knew it was a real skull. The man at the residence claimed he had found this skull. The skull was found in March 2019, in fact, in the uh, Morgan County area of Tennessee, The sheriff's office took the remains to a laboratory, had it tested against DNA samples of the McCann family. Sheriff Johnson was quoted, Speculation and rumor has been that Junior Willie McCann was possibly killed by a family member who is uh, now deceased as well. We're investigating this. An extensive exploration is being made in the area around where the skulls first discovered. We're hoping to find some additional remains so we could get more results and piece this thing together. Meanwhile, have a happy and safe Halloween, guys. If you got a skull on your mantle, please bring it down to the station and get it DNA tested. You may think it's not a real skull, but it probably is. And we, you know, we need to investigate because you may have killed that person and you didn't even know it. (laughs) Happy Halloween. That's not entirely the quote from the sheriff, but, you know, I like to take liberties when I do these stories, as you know. People on Facebook are lashing out, giving opinions on this. One person said, So you find a human skull, and instead of calling the sheriff, you put it on your mantle? Yeah, that's messed up. No, no, it's really not that messed up, considering this is Tennessee. And uh, given the options of what people in Tennessee could do with a skull, this isn't half bad, in my opinion. Uh, Let's see, another person wrote, This is just one of those things that leave me speechless. If it was found, why in the world was it not turned over to the authorities? What in the hell were they thinking? They didn't turn it over to the authorities? Again, this is Tennessee. Do you, do you know the kinds of people that live in Tennessee? 
It's like Florida's redheaded stepchild. You know, this is what's going on here. Jonesy, did you just say redheaded stepchild? Yeah, I know. It's an old school thing. I, I apologize. Please forgive me. It's, it's not a knock on people with red hair, really. Um, it's not. I, in fact, I, I've dated people with red hair. I have people with red hair in my extended family. So, um, man, I love me some redheads. You know, I, I got to say. Jonesy, what is with this redheaded stepchild phrase? I don't know. It's a thing I used to say as a kid. We all used to say it. Um, and believe me, I don't have anything against people with red hair. In fact, I've dated people with red hair. Uh, I have people in my extended family with red hair. And in fact, some of my favorite WWF wrestlers from back in the day had red hair. And my favorite Celtics players, some of them had red hair, as a matter of fact. So I'm definitely not anti-red hair. And now I just looked up the phrase. What does it mean, redheaded stepchild? Look, see these stories? They just, you never know where they're going to end up. This one's taking a strange turn, but I had to get to the bottom of this. By the way, I'm sure this phrase is now unacceptable in our culture. I didn't know. Um, so please forgive me. They, they add a new word every week. Uh, you know, someone's being offended somewhere by something. And so, li- listen, forgive me for not keeping up on everything. Um, the meaning of redheaded stepchild is clear. It says here it's used to describe a person who is neglected, mistreated, or unwanted. The evidence shows that it was originally American. It has spread not only to Canada, but also to the UK. Oh, forgive us, guys. Leave it up to Americans to be spreading just awful phrases. And uh, though it's unusual here and almost always appears in writing by Americans. It, it's Basically, it says <laughs> this is an American thing. Uh, so some of you are listening like, what is he even talking about? I don't know, guys. I went off on a tangent here. Was I talking about a human skull? Goodness, I'm so high. Hold on. Okay, the article ends by saying the police are calling on the public for information relating to Mr. McCann's death. That's, um, in case you forgot, that's the guy whose skull was on the mantelpiece in this particular story. I know I veered off greatly from the original premise. If you have any information, you can call 423-346-6262 for the Morgan County Sheriff's Office. I'd love to imagine that one of these cases that I've left the phone number to on Weird AF News was actually solved by a listener of my show. That would be fantastic. And just the the publicity that my show could probably use. So if you guys know anything about this skull, if you happen to be the one who was the cause of this Mr. McCann's demise, is it a mister? Oh, yeah, they know it's a mister. Of this Mr. McCann's demise, please call that number. Turn yourself in, will you? Do the right thing, okay? Or, you know. If you want to wait till after Halloween, get some candy in your belly. I understand that, too. Pole dancing Halloween lawn skeletons are deemed too risky for the block. This woman doesn't have any skeletons hiding in her closet. They're all stripping on her front lawn. Hey, how about that for a pun? For Halloween this year, Richmond, Texas resident Angela Neva created a skeleton strip club right on her front lawn for all to see. Woohoo! The lusty outdoor venue, which Angela calls the Candy Shop, features skeleton strippers pole dancing while wearing wigs. There's also some skeleton customers seated, getting lap dances, offering tips. There's even a skeleton bouncer wearing shades and a baseball hat with the word security. This sounds amazing. All this effort she's gone into, entertaining the neighborhood, scaring the kids, giving us hope during Halloween when we've all really given up. How many of you have not even put up decorations this year? You're like, what the hell? You know, I'm not even going to put the skeleton of a dead guy on my mantle. Forget it. I'm not in the spirit. (laughs) Well, that's not what Angela said. She's not taking this pandemic lying down. She's like, I'm going to get out there and make a scene on my front lawn that everyone can enjoy. The scene is far from dead as well because Angela 
She changes up the scene daily. She moves the strippers around. She moves the customers around. She also plays music for an hour at 8 p.m. every night. Up in the club, getting lap dances, making it rain with her skeleton strip club. Unbelievable, Angela. I commend you for doing such things. We have a quote from Angela here. It's really been just a great creative outlet for me. We've decided if if this brings a little bit of joy and a little bit of smiles to everyone this season, then well, you know we're doing everything right. What can we say? And it certainly seemed like this display was spreading some Halloween joy and spirit, as her neighbors all seemed to love it. It was also a hit online. But then Angela received a letter from her homeowners association on Sunday. Oh, no, not the homeowners association. These people are no fun. In other words, the no fun police, your homeowners association. Who are these people? They're like the oldest people that you have in your in your hood. They're always the oldest people that have nothing better to do. They don't work a day job. They're retired. So they're like, let's get on the association and make sure nobody in our area has any fun whatsoever. Anyways, the letter said her exotic dancers were offensive and they were inappropriate for the family-friendly neighborhood. They told Angela she had 30 days to take them down despite, despite Halloween being this Saturday. Well, I mean, that's at least she gets to keep them up for Halloween. Um, Angela said, it was a little sad to me, you know. But you know, then I got so much support off of Facebook from other people who really enjoyed it. I just said, forget it. You know, people are having so much fun with this and they love it. I'm, con- I'm going to continue to do this, she said. And I commend her. I'm looking at the photos of this thing. It's, it's fabulous. The sort of positions she's managed to put these skeletons in on a pole. I mean, she spent a lot of time doing this. She had to glue the wigs on, I assume. These girls are hanging upside down and the wig is still on their skull. Unbelievable. There's a disco ball. There's there's a light show. This is incredible. What an effort. I've never seen such a thing. If I did, I would totally, you know, take photos and videos of this. This would be a hit. This would be one of the best front lawn Halloween scenes I'd ever seen this season. For sure. For sure. Super creative. And also something that really I love. Hilarious. It's hilarious. A skeleton strip club with even a bouncer is hilarious and you got to be a beast a monster to disagree that this is something that the community needs you got to be one of these old scrooge types you know what i mean who's having fun you know i'm just i'm just so tired of people with too much time on their hands being professionally offended this is what they do with their lives their whole lives they just sit around and wait and look for shit to be offended by and then make it their business to take it away to remove it from the culture, despite most people not being offended, most people enjoying it, such as Angela's beautiful strip club skeletons that the entire neighborhood's really enjoying. You can tell by the, uh, you know, the feedback she's getting online that people online are enjoying it. It's bringing joy to us at a time where we need a little bit of joy. We've forgotten about really celebrating holidays, haven't we? I don't even think I'm dressing up for Halloween. I don't know. A lot of us are like, forget Halloween. Just like, you know, 4th of July was a bit of a blur. I didn't enjoy it like I usually do. A little bit, a little bit. You know, and I'm looking towards Christmas. Like, what the hell am I going to do? So if anybody out there puts forth an effort like this to remind us all, you know what? Life can go on. You don't have to just, you know, completely change everything that you do and remove all of the holidays and all of the things that you, you've had, you know, that are rituals in your life to bring joy. You don't have to remove them. We can all still move forward and still live life like we used to. This is one of the reminders that this should go on, and I love it, the fact that someone's offended by this. I'm so tired of it, man. You know, if it was up to me, I'd round up all of these people that are professionally offended 
all these offenses. Is that a word? Offenses? And just put them all on their own island. Let them live just these dull, uninteresting lives, these boring. Just let them complain all day. Just, you know what? Just live on your island with all your people there. You know what? You don't have to participate in the culture anymore. You know, you don't have to watch what we're doing and tell us that we're all wrong. You don't have to be just a a downer when we're all trying to have a good old time. I'd love to do that. I mean, obviously, I don't have the power to do that, but. Man, maybe I'm really out of line right now. I went off right there. Please forgive me. This kind of stuff just gets me going, though. Um, do you guys agree or disagree with this? 646-450-2012. A very nice man was arrested after throwing cash from his 30th floor window on top of commuters. Chinese police have arrested a very, very gracious man after he scattered a heavenly rain of banknotes on top of commuters from his apartment window on the 30th floor while allegedly high on methamphetamine. Well, who cares what he's on? He's doing a good thing for the community. He's being very generous with his cash. (laughs) I didn't know people on meth were so generous. Unbelievable. We need more people with meth. I should get some friends that are on meth. Maybe I'll get some cash rained right on my lap. I mean, unexpected cash on my head as I walk to my vehicle. That would be amazing. The police said this 29-year-old was in a trance, quote, After taking some drugs at his home on the 30th floor of a building in Chongqing in southwestern China, when he began throwing large amounts of cash out of a window onto the streets below. The footage of this man raining banknotes from the sky like it's a strip club shows traffic slowed to a crawl below, completely stopped in some sections as dozens of people left their cars or walked onto the busy road and highway to catch these banknotes that were dropping from the sky. Police were called, and the man was taken into custody. The police said in a statement he had been detained for taking some drugs and was under investigation and receiving treatment. Yeah, because in other countries, they you know, they actually look at you like you've got a problem, and they give you some treatment. Um, and here, they just toss you in jail. What are you, what are you on, meth? Get in prison! <laughs> That's like the last place you need to be. I mean, you know, clearly this guy's got a problem and should receive some treatment. But, you know, we're so quick to just arrest people that are on drugs. You know, we don't we don't look at them like they need some help. We look at them like they're a detriment to society. Meanwhile, this guy is the opposite of a detriment to society. He's giving them cash. It's a terrible time, too. It's a pandemic. People could use some cash. People's rents are due. This guy's great. Um, maybe not give him any treatment at all. Just let him just go out there and keep throwing money at people. He's like the modern-day Robin Hood or something. I don't know. No, Robin Hood stole from the rich. Well, I don't know where he got his money. Maybe he did steal it from the rich. He could be a Robin Hood, a Chinese Robin Hood. Apparently, China has a history of people chucking cash. In 2017, also in the same place, Chongqing, a woman walked into traffic throwing banknotes behind her, prompting a police officer to pick them up as he followed her. Local media reported she told police she threw... The $2,500 because she was in a bad mood. Last year, a man threw 100,000 won into the air after having a bad day at work asked, and then asked for the people to return his money. <laughs> ah, unbelievable. He caused a traffic jam and people fell over each other trying to grab the cash and then he asked for it back. Well, if you're going to throw your cash at the, at the population, you really can't expect it to be returned. Are you crazy? I mean, what, what do you expect? Well, it makes me think I should move to China. If people are going to chuck cash... Out into the public if they've had a bad day. I mean, and you know, it's 2020. Everybody's having a bad day. How many, how many chances are we going to get to pick up some stray cash on the street? I mean, it sounds lovely to me. Yay!
Hey, what's up, weirdos? It's Jonesy. I'm glad that you made it to the end of another Weird AF News episode. It's Thursday, which means tomorrow is Friday. As If the world doesn't blow up, I'll be uh, recording a Florida Friday episode. So feel free to send me articles uh, from Florida. It's funnyjones at gmail.com or on Instagram at funnyjones. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, some people bought me coffees off my website, weirdafnews.com, where you can click on buy Jonesy a coffee. And you can buy coffees for me. This is Courtney. She wrote, uh, Hey, Jonesy, I've been listening for about two years and appreciate the weird news coverage and the Florida shenanigans. (laughs) Shenanigans is a great word, by the way, Courtney. I give you kudos for using shenanigans. I love shenanigans. I love tomfoolery. That's a good word that no one's using anymore. Uh, Then she writes, Pairs great with my morning coffee before a long day of studying. I'm guessing Courtney is a student. Good luck at school, Courtney. And then uh, she wrote, I'm buying you a few coffees. Thank you so much, Courtney, for buying me coffees. I appreciate that. Uh, Also, Sherry bought me coffees. Sherry Nellens. And she wrote me a message, too. Let me read it. Uh, She wrote, hey, Jonesy, have some coffee and a Boston cream donut. They're my favorite also. Enjoy. Ah, Sherry, you have good taste in donuts, Boston cream donut lover. Boston cream donut is unbelievably underrated, guys. Just give it a try. Give it a damn try. I mean, it's just so great. Not enough people are talking about the Boston cream donut. And, you know, if you haven't been to Dunkin's, they make a great one. So go to Dunkin's and have yourself a Boston cream donut. But also Krispy Kreme makes a great Boston cream donut as well. It's a little smaller. It's on the small side. But, you know, if you're trying to watch your watch your donut intake, have one of the smaller ones from Krispy Kreme. It's like a kind of a, a guilt-free Boston cream donut, you know. What, what I end up doing, though, is I'm like, oh, I'm just going to have one small one from Krispy Kreme. And then I'm, gonna, and then I'm like, all right, now I'll have a second one and a third one. And now it's, you know, now it's on with the Boston cream donut from Krispy Kreme. I'm having like a half a dozen of them. And then I feel awful about myself. Uh, Whatever, whatever. I can do what I want. You know, I mean, I don't even know if we're going to be around next week. So why not just enjoy some Boston cream donuts right now? I heard about an asteroid that's going to be flying near our face around Christmas time. So who knows if we're going to be here, guys? (laughs) Yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson is talking about an asteroid. I don't know if you... That was a weird story that I was going to cover, but then I'm like, I don't want to be so doom and gloom and depress everybody. That's what mainstream news is for, depression. I want, I want mine to be a little bit different. But yeah, he did mention uh, it's coming, some asteroid around election time. So, oh, guys, we could be in, in for it. Meanwhile, just drink as much coffee and have as many Boston cream donuts as you feel like. Listen to Weird AF News. It'll cheer you up in the meantime. I got a bad review, by the way, that didn't cheer me up, but I'm going to read it anyways. It's from Sasha. She wrote me a review on Amazon. She gave me one star, of course. She wrote, high potential, low execution, slapstick U.S. humor. She's clearly not from the U.S., but she clearly also doesn't know the comedy terminology because the word slapstick, that's that's like physical comedy where people are whacked around and they fall down. It's like Three Stooges, Three Stooges type of comedy where you're punching someone, you hit them with a sledgehammer. You know the Three Stooges? They push each other down the stairs. This kind of that's slapstick humor, and my podcast is anything but that. But um, you know, I appreciate you trying to, trying to you know make it interesting here. Uh, she wrote, "Listen to the Florida Friday bit where he described a million dollar flying squirrel poaching ring getting busted, and instead of telling people how weird and good it was that they caught the poachers, he encourages people to buy flying squirrels and talks about where, how, and the price of one. Gee, thanks for helping poachers continue their work." I wasn't telling people to uh, – I wasn't encouraging people to buy flying squirrels. I was just, as a curious individual, giving some information that I was finding on the spot because I didn't even know that flying squirrels could be could be uh, owned as a pet. 
Turns out in about 20 different states or more, you can own one. That's all. I was finding out what states they were. Then out of curiosity, because I'm genuinely curious, I'm a curious person. That's why I do this podcast. It keeps me going, my curiosity. And by the way, once your curiosity ends, you might as well put a stake in yourself, put a fork in yourself, because at that point, you might, you know, you're not living anymore when you lose your curiosity. And I am endlessly curious. And I think that's what makes this podcast, you know, um, fascinating because I'll bring up stuff that, you know, you never would have heard of because I'm curious genuinely. So anyways, I thought, well, what does it even cost to get a flying squirrel? Because I'm, I I didn't even know you could have these things. And so, and so I looked that up too. And I just passed on the information. I wasn't like, Hey guys, go out there and get one and then send me a video. (laughs) So uh, nice try, Sasha. And I appreciate you listening. I hope that you, uh, that you continue to listen. Um, Give me another chance. If you listen to me long enough, you'll know that I'm just, I'm not like this evil individual trying to um, support illegal poaching rings i mean come on now um but you know some people yeah you know they're gonna they're gonna think what they want to think what the thinker thinks the prover proves but um uh regardless i wish sasha a uh happy halloween and a great life and uh although sasha sounds like someone who would be anti-skeleton strippers on a lawn so i don't know if we could ever be friends um Meanwhile, guys, I appreciate all of the positive reviews I've got. If you'd like to leave me one, you can go to Amazon and do that or iTunes and do that as well. Lastly, call the show 646-450-2012 and tell a friend.